Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Why is this happening? That crazy Christian's come back. Son of a bitch wants to kill us all. Where are the police? They're coming. We're a long way out. Can't wait. We've got to get out of here now. No, you take the cars. No, no, no. We take the cars. We have to separate. Now he could be anywhere out there. I mean, you just give him another chance to attack us. Just can't wait here and let no, him no. find us. Right, we're safe here. There's only one entrance, and we have weapons. We should go to the cars. We need to get a hold of and go up. Everybody, give me the gun. Yes, sir. Give us the gun. Give me the gun. Yes, sir. Give us the gun. You're not coming. I can do this myself. Fuck. Damn, I will go. I will go. No, you all be ready. All right? The jury. You guard the door, right? Get her. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. It was fun. The holiday season can definitely be a stressful event, like making sure your home is clean and ready for company, making enough food for everyone, and spending time with relatives you don't even get along with. Especially when a family member you weren't even aware of surprises you over the holidays by killing you all off one by one. And people say Halloween is scary. So sharpen those axes and grab yourself a large jar of peanuts as tonight, the dolls discuss the 2016 feature from Australia. Red Christmas. And now, The Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And it's still holiday spooky season. Woo! Oh, such a merry, scary time of year. It's a magical, magical, magical spooky time. I it mean, is. I say it all the time. I love Christmas spooky season. It's my favorite ever. It's pretty high up there for me. Some of my favorite uh, holiday horrors are Christmas for sure. Yes. Now, tonight we are going to be discussing 2016's Red Christmas. So, Jamie, I told you about this movie when we recorded House of the Devil because our girl D. Wallace, Mama D, Mama D, is uh, in that one as well. And I told you that this this movie was really something. I told you this movie was a uh, not your your typical feel good Christmas slasher. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a first time watch for you. It was, it was, and um, yeah, it was something. It was, um, <laughs> you know, usually when I think of these kind of Christmas horror movies, they yeah. are kind of like these crazy fun romps, you yeah. know, with maniacal Santas, you know, on killing sprees and stuff like that. This is not that movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> I liked it is it, not. Though. I liked it, but it jumps right into not being that movie, like right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right from the beginning, I thought to myself, what am I watching? I said, am I watching like a documentary? Am I watching a crime drama? Mm -hmm. What am I watching? And then when Mama D came on, I was like, 
okay, I am watching the right movie. I know that at least. <laughs> I but... did have a feeling of that too, where I was like, huh, I like paused the movie and I like made sure it was the right one. I'm like, I picked the right movie, yeah. right? Yes, that's it. <laughs> and then I had that moment of, is this a, a trailer still? Because I was watching it on the DVD. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is this a trailer? No, but anyway, I digress. Um, I first saw this movie a few years ago, two years ago, maybe possibly okay. three. It was a blind buy. I was just looking for a lot of Christmas horror movies to purchase on DVD for my collection. Yes. To go with all my Hallmark Christmas movies, which, by the way, Mama D is in so many of those, too. So good. I was going to say, oh, my gosh. She's, like, represented in, like, all yes. your favorite types of movies, Summer. <laughs> she surely is. She surely is. And, um, <laughs> I mean... Everyone thinks it's just so funny that those are my two favorite types of movies. Schmaltzy Hallmark. Gory horror. <laughs> it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. It really you gotta, does. You got to even it out. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, this was a blind buy. I was bought, purchasing a bunch of movies. I, I bought some Krampus movies. I bought a Christmas horror story. I, I got one called Elf. I got that indie anthology I told you about all the creatures are stirring. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think I got just got 10 Christmas horror movies. Most of them I'd never, ever heard of. Oh, I got the um, the remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's just called okay. Silent, Silent Night. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, this was one of them. And so I just I watched it one day and I went, oh, well, this is a. Uh, <laughs> This is really something. I said, uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. So I, I need to go watch some, you know, Hallmark. Silent, Silent Night, Deadly <laughs> Night after this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and it's, um, this is an Australian movie, right? Sure is. Yeah. And like, I don't think I've seen that many Australian horrors. I've, mm-hmm. I can only think of a couple off the top of my head that I've seen that were pretty popular here. Um, like uh, Wolf Creek, right? right. Um, that was Australian. Yep. And then um, I'm trying to remember. There's one with like a prom queen. And I can't remember. I hated that movie. Yeah. I wasn't huge on that. <laughs> that um, but was, I did see it. That <laughs> was a mind fuck. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, oh, yep. God. No. I can't no. think of what it's named, though. But I don't yeah, want to. Th- I know. Those I are told like the only Australian movies I've seen. I think. Yeah, like I told Tori wise. to watch that one once, and uh, I didn't tell her to watch. It. I told her about it because her pick once was an Australian horror movie. Uh huh. And I forgot what it was called, but um, we did it in February of 2020, and um, yeah. So then I told her about the other Australian horror movie, that one you're talking about. And she mm-hmm. watched it and she's like, what the fuck, Summer? <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, my one of my favorites, though, is Australian. And it is um, called Allison's Birthday. It's from the 70s. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I'm trying to think if you've mentioned that one before. But I'm, sure I'm going to write have. it down. Yeah, I, I think it. you have. I love it. It's so nice. It's witchcraft. It's body swapping. I mean, it has all the things we love. Um, The quality is is really grainy because it's so old and has not been remastered ever. But it's it's one of my favorites and it's Australian. And, you know, there's another Australian Christmas horror uh, 
called um god what's it called christmas evil uh-huh had another name what was the other name oh better watch out that's what it's called okay <laughs> better watch out <laughs> <laughs> we got there um right so it's called better watch out and so when people say better watch out aka christmas evil i always think the australian better watch out <laughs> That's a newer movie, right? It is. Okay, I've seen that one too. I didn't realize yeah. it was Australian, but that yeah. was good. Yes, because no one has accents in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they are native, some of them, and so they do some really good American accents. The funny thing about Better Watch Out was, is if you watch it again, all the doors are very tall. Like the doorknob comes up to Virginia Madsen's shoulder. Whoa! Basically, and she's taller than me, so <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it would go over my head. So, like, all the doorknobs <laughs> in this house were really tall, and... made for giants, <laughs> right? And I'm like, wow, is this what houses are like in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> They're <a> tall people, <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyways, that one's an Australian horror as well. So there are a few. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are a few, but um. No, Allison's birthday is my my all time favorite. It's so good. Oh, I will so watch it. Yeah, it's like late seventies, early eighties. Oh, my favorite. It stars the girl from Mad Max in it. It's so good, so cool. <laughs> Anyways, okay, back to Red Christmas, everyone. <laughs> that was a fun little like derailment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my it was. Took us on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. For those of you who have not seen this movie, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A mother must protect her family on Christmas from a demented stranger. Or not so stranger as we find out. You know, plot twist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, it stars Dee Wallace, Jeff Morrill, David Collins, and Sarah Bishop. Written and directed by Craig Anderson filmed, of course, in South Southern Highlands of Australia. Um, yeah, and this one's a new movie. It's like five years old. It's, it's yeah. a it's just, it's just got out of its toddler face. Yeah, it's just a tot. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, jumping right on into favorite kill. Fatality. Oh, what's Ooh. yours? There were some really good kills in this. Um, there were. Honestly, it was hard to choose on this one because the kills are all really good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a runner up in my favorite. Um, okay, my runner up is definitely Hope. Um, she's that first kill. Yeah. Um, in the family, um, where he comes up from behind her and like slices yeah. her in half. Um, and it's a beautiful. <laughs> With an axe. Yes, with an axe. It is a beautiful, like, slice in half on, like, the side. It's a great slice in half. There were no, there was no struggle. There was no Art the Clown struggle getting this girl in half, I'm just saying. No. I mean, that axe went through, like, butter. Like, (laughs) she just, like, like, totally split in half. Um, So I love that. I love that it kind of started off, like, the family murders with, like, a bang. But um, my favorite has to go to... uh, Peter. I just said that he was blenderized. 
Um, <laughs> and I like, oh, he gets blenderized with his head in the blender blade. And um, I love the part where you can see his <laughs> eye, where you can see like the inside of his eye, like uh-huh. swirling around. That uh-huh. eyeball shot is like what did it for me. Um, so definitely Peter is my favorite. But I honestly liked all the kills. I know you love a good eyeball torture scene. I do. I had to go with that one. <laughs> and I loved how you, it was coming. It wasn't going into the eye. It was coming up from behind the head and out the eye. Yes. Oh, so good. It's so unique. They always go inward towards the eye and not outward from the back popping out of the eye so it was super unique on how they thought of doing that kill that's why i loved it um you know my my winner does go to hope oh it's good cut in half with that axe because it's fantastic we know we love some girls cut in half we do we have established this during our terrifier episode we've established that we want a bff necklace of two halves I want terrifier that so girl cut in half. It so would be our thing or earrings, maybe earrings would be cool, yeah. Yeah. right? So we love a girl cut in half, and so that is why she is my favorite. Uh, she's also my favorite for several other reasons, which we'll get into. She's going to be my favorite a lot in this movie. Yeah. By the way, she's awesome. Seeing. She's great. Um, I was so sad that she demised so quickly, but. I mean, I do have to give an honorable mention to the dude in the beginning who pisses on Cletus because he really had it coming. He did. He was such a dick. I wrote that. I said, yeah. I said something like mean man, you know, mean man pissing on another person like he yeah. deserves what's coming to him. That's just not nice. It's rude. You know, not nice at all. And um, call back to when Cletus shows up at their front door and they're like, he smells like piss. Well, that's why. Yeah. Right, because because some asshole pissed on him and was like, "You're wrong in the face, kid," or whatever he said. You're wrong, child, but like <laughs> Australian and mean. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. He was just so so awful. So he's the only one where I'm like, "Good for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> good for you." Yeah. Kill him, right? <laughs> do it but again. I do love it because. You see right off the bat that this this guy who's covered up um, is capable of doing horrible, awful things. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you didn't see that, you would not know what he is capable of, and you would just think he's just a stranger, right? No, he's 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 bad. He's bad. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Which was which was really um, a smart way to kind of like yeah yes. introduce us to that character because when mm-hmm. he shows up at their door. You're like, oh, shit. This guy Mm -hmm. can slice and dice people up. 100%. He's not Um, a caroler. No. He's definitely not a caroler. You know, it's this movie is so interesting on how they laid it out in all the best ways, you know? Because you go through that opening scene of the abortion clinic and the um, explosion and the news story and all that, right? And then you forget about it. Mm-hmm. By the time he shows up at the door, you've forgotten all about that. Yeah. Because you're all involved in that first kill and what's going to happen. And then, you know, the mystery starts to unravel that he was there. And that's awesome. And I just, I really loved how they do this. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's move right on along to fashion moment. So many looks. <laughs> yeah, looks. 
every time. <laughs> I know, that's so good. <laughs> okay, I had several options. Ooh, let's hear them. I just have a couple, but you go first. Okay, well, um, I have to give an honorable mention to the Christmas tree as a fashion moment because that was a pretty sweet fucking tree, I tell you what. I'll, I will accept that because the tree was gorgeous. <laughs> Love the tree. was so sad it went and toppled. It was beautiful. I, no. Okay. Um, I, I narrowed it down to two. And my runner-up is Ginny's ring. It's kind of a triangle. It's oh, great. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's super pretty. Um, would love to wear that too. Um, yes. Torn. I want it to be a prop, but I mean, it's super great. My winner goes to Diane, Mama D, in her like 1950s style flare dress and cardigan because I wear that today. Oh, that's Still. so cute. Yep. I have flare dresses that I wear. Um, and I usually pair it with a cardigan because I'm afraid of my fat arms. I don't want my fat arms oh. to be shown. So I always wear it with like a cardigan of some sort, even if it's just like a summer cardigan. I always have the top covered up. So it looks like things I've worn. I have pictures. It really does look like what I wear. And so, yeah, man, that dress and cardigan combo is definitely my fashion moment. What about you, Missy? It is so cute, too, and I could totally see you in that. That would be adorable. Um, and Dee looked great in it, too. So, yes, she did. Yeah. Um, she looks so, great in everything, though, let's be honest. She does, mm -hmm. and she gets my runner-up look, which I'm like, maybe I should have made this my prop. But um, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but she has this really cute uh, Christmas apron on yes. at one point in the beginning, yes. um, and I love it. It was so cute. It makes me want to, like, be, like, I don't know, homey and like make bake cookies and stuff. Although that's something I never, ever fucking do. But if I had an apron like that, I feel like I'd have to bake cookies in it and they'd probably be horrible. But um, <laughs> my my favorite look is um Hope. Um, I just like her whole getup that she's wearing to her Christmas, you know, dinner with family because it's mm -hmm. it's like very dark and like kind of like gothy and um, yeah. she's got like a long black tank top. She's got like a uh, fishnet knee highs and she's got yes. like a flannel tied around her waist. I love that. That's her like Christmas attire. Um, so I feel it's my that. Christmas attire my too. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's my ideal Christmas attire. That's so yeah. me. Um, and it's so funny because, you know, I live in a cold climate in Chicago. So Christmas attire here is sweaters, Lots of warm clothes. And in Australia, it, it can be warm in December. Yeah, I understand. As mm -hmm. as it is in Tucson, right? Yeah, it can be. It's like yes. pretty warm today, like 90 degrees-ish. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, so I totally related to their Christmas attire because in my hometown, that's of Bakersfield, California, where it's always hot all the time, that's kind of what we would wear too, with stuff yeah. like that, right? Totally. Okay. Um, best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Girl, you know I'm going to say it. It's got to it. be hope. It's got to be hope. <laughs> that was my pick too, actually. I knew, it would be. I, knew, I, knew it, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it would be. I thought it might be yours too. <laughs> Her bang game is strong. Bang gang game. Bang gang. <laughs> God, what? 
<laughs> Bang game on point is what I meant to say. <laughs> it's good. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know, you and I were both bang girls. And so, yeah, her yeah. definitely. Also, I loved, we've talked about this before. I hope if we haven't talked about it before, I'm about to talk about it in a pre in an upcoming episode. I can't remember if we recorded it or not. <laughs> but um, it's all a blur, guys, right now. Yeah. But she's wearing it like back in a ponytail and she mm -hmm. has some layers pulled down, framed around her face with the bangs. That's what I wear when I wear my hair straight, face framing layers. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, it it's great. Like Great bangs, um, very cute ponytail. Oh, it's I like the ponytail. color too. It's I love just, the color. Yeah, it's just a great hairdo. And I also really loved how they explained how why she looks different from all the others. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> You're my favorite adopted Happy holidays. sisters. <laughs> it's like, oh. That's why she her skin complexion is several shades darker and she doesn't look like any of them. And yep. she also made it quite clear that she does feel like an outcast. Exactly. Right. Mm. So I really loved how they explained that. I know. It was fun. I know. <laughs> Alrighty. A prop we would like to own. That's right. No other props. Not a single other prop. What'd you pick? Oh, honestly, I had a little trouble on prop on this one. I, I mean, I love all the Christmas stuff, but I, I usually want something that's like very iconic, I think, to the movie. Um, so I will say in the beginning, before we kind of get into our current story, right, mm -hmm. when we're still kind of transitioning from the abortion clinic to now, <laughs> there's a scene with like his suitcase and it's covered in stickers like dolphin uh -huh. sticker and some other stuff. So I think I, I think that's my pick. I just liked how it looked. I liked all the stickers that are on it. Um, my other one that I liked, they have like a red, um, like Christmas almost disco ball ornament <laughs> hanging up uh -huh. um, above where they're all sitting. And I just like really liked that. So it's between one of those two things. <laughs> how about you? I only had one and it's not very creative, but I really want it. And that is Diane's anchor necklace that pops up oh, that she yeah. lost at the clinic 20 years ago or whenever. Yeah. Um, I want it. It's cute. It's, so, it's super cute. And it, it would be fun to tell anyone about the story about why this is in this movie. <laughs> Exactly. Where they're like, oh, what does that mean? And you're like, well, let, let me, me tell you. Me tell you a story. <laughs> have you seen Red Christmas? No? Okay, sit down. We're going to have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> but a lovely little Australian holiday film. Right. Now, also, I mean, like I said, I really want the ring. I want Ginny's ring, too. That's Both pretty. things I want are jewelry. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just the way it is. The the jewelry in this movie was great. It was. It was I would even pretty. I would even settle for Diane's dress, though I'm pretty sure D. Wallace is smaller than me, so it probably wouldn't fit. <laughs> um, or right. the apron that you mentioned that read joy, 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 peace, 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 jolly, jolly, jolly. I would take anything that these people wore, apparently. Yeah. I mean they, they looked cute. They look cute for this. Yeah, but the anchor necklace is is prop prop number one. For sure. Nice. All right. Shall we move on to Epic Line? 
This is going to be totally epic. Jamie, I want to hear yours. You always have the best lines. Ooh, um, so there's some good ones in here. Um, okay, I think my runner-up is going to be... It's when our dude, when Mama D lets our guy into the yeah. house, you know, and he's kind of creepy and everybody's like, wait a minute, this is our Christmas. What's going on here? They can't even and, see uh, his face. He's Hope completely like, covered up. I know. Like, I was like sitting there like, why are you letting him into the house? Do not let a stranger in like this. But stranger Hope says, danger, guys. Yes. Yes. Um, so Hope says, He's creepy and he smells like urine. And Mama D says, it's Christmas. And she says, yeah, Christmas, not blood in a vagrant day. <laughs> He's creepy and he smells like urine. It's Christmas. Sorry, Lord, it's not blood in a vagrant day. It's yours for letting Satan into the house die. Oh, shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe. Oh, way. me too. I love Joe too. Cheers for letting love... Satan in. <laughs> I know. And I think like um, I think like Mama D, she's like the sweetest mom yeah. in this. Like the, just Completely. the fact that she brings this guy in, you know, she has yes. a big heart. She um, does have a big heart. She does. She, does. she really does. And she has it's... the best intentions. She does have the best intentions. She's a good Christian, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, and she doesn't even know she has a connection to this guy. She can't see the guy's face, which is honestly like warning sign number one. Big red flag. Big red flag. You know, so, right. And he's covered from head to toe. I mean, no, stranger danger, guys. Um, I'm sorry. If you need help, I'll call someone. But mm -hmm. uh, no, no. No. Yeah, I'd be like, you just wait right out there. I will call the police, perhaps the emergency <laughs> driver. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know, but I will call somebody for you. You just wait out there and I'll go in here and make the phone call. But you know, that didn't <laughs> really work out too well for <laughs> when a stranger calls. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, usually it doesn't work out too well. So yes, we wouldn't but, have a movie otherwise. But you don't let them in. I'm no. sorry. Maybe I'm a bad Christian, but stranger danger especially if you can't even see their face like you can't identify them if something goes sideways no exactly so yeah kind kind intentioned but very. maybe not the best idea very um, kind <laughs> but my favorite line comes like way in the beginning it's kind <laughs> of when the family is you know um we're kind of getting to know the family a little bit yeah. And uh, Mama D is like cooking and stuff. And um, <laughs> she, she says, um, so there's the, which one is the pregnant sister? What's her name? Jenny. Jenny. And Ooh, so. Jenny? Uh, Jenny? Jenny? Yeah, Jenny. Virginia. Jenny. Okay. So um, <laughs> D says, uh, you're eating for two. And she says, two, not 20. And. Yeah, are American servings. And you're eating for two. Yeah, two, not 20. American servings. The American servings as if they're they're just driving home with a point as if the accents didn't already do this, mm -hmm. that they're not American. Exactly. <laughs> just in case you didn't know, we'll throw it in there. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah, I love that too. Yeah. I, yeah, just great delivery, a really nice like comedic moment. 
yeah loved it yeah and really uh drives home the fact that we're just pigs mm-hmm. yep <laughs> oh yeah american servings it's so true they're huge compared. it's true it's true it's true it's true oh was that your winner it was okay good Okay. Um, I'm really glad you picked that one because I wrote it down, but I forgot to give it to producer Jesse. Oh, well, there we go. I got gotcha. you. I was going to mention it for sure um, because I wrote it in a completely different area of my phone for some reason. Don't know why I did that. I feel yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, first of all, I'm going to say my winner is your runner up. The cheers for letting Satan into the house line. Mm-hmm. The whole conversation. That's that's so my winner. winner. Let's just jump off in. That's my winner. But I do have a number two and a number three. Okay. Um. So my my number uh, three is also towards the beginning when Hope comes in from outside. And she's just like, Crikey, it's cold. <laughs> Crikey, it's cold. He who chops the wood, he warms himself twice. Or herself. <laughs> and I'm like, she's wearing a tank top. <laughs> I know. And it's like, girl, you got the flannel wrapped around your waist. Take it off and put it on your arms. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. 100%. <laughs> You came um, prepared. Just unwrap the flannel. Right. Yeah. You're wearing a tank top. This is a very easy thing to remedy. You know, it's not as if you're bundled up four layers deep and you're still cold. So. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. My other line is, um, you know, I love a good insult. And I just love it when it's delivered in such a beautiful way. And that is when the sisters are fighting and they say Ginny's being a spoiled little brat. And then Ginny says, and as per usual, Susie's being a real cunt. <laughs> Relax. Let it go. You let it go. How about I take it? Shut up, Peter. Shut up, Susie. Lay off again. Stay out of this, Joe. Girls, what's going on? Ginny's being a spoiled little brat. And as per usual, Susie's being a real cunt. <laughs> Uh, family time, family time. <laughs> oh, yes. And I do have to give one more honorable mention. This is not nearly epic for my epic line, but it is when Diane is cooking in the beginning um, before they talk about American servings. And um, she spills, she spills some of whatever it is. And she's thinking, she says to herself, I think we need a bigger bowl. And then she spills some. And then she's like, and ironically, now we need a smaller bowl. Scott, Ginny, come and grab some breakfast. I think we need a bigger bowl. Ironically, now we need a smaller bowl. Watch your feet, buddy. Yes, ma'am. I wrote that one down to you. I do that. That's me. Mm -hmm. I spill everything. I tried to shove. I try to overstuff bowls and spill things and like, well, problem solved. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
and it's just cute like the way she it's delivers so it is so cute like perfect. and then you get this like very like cheery you know mm -hmm. scene that's being set and you're like oh it's christmas things are happy things are gonna go sideways soon oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> because it's a horror movie so things have to go sideways soon Yep, yep. But I love when they start off with that cheery, you know, festive Hallmark feel. And then you're yes. like, oh, this is going to get bad. Yes. And that happens like four minutes in. So it's really mm -hmm. like beginning. Yep. It's so good. It's so good. And it's like I said, it's so me. It's me. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> All me. All righty. Um, let's move right on along to cinematography. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of like, I liked the color that they used in this a lot. They had like mm -hmm. kind of like a red filter um, mm -hmm. for a while. Um, and then they had some like nice like greens yep. kind of. And I just loved how they did that kind of like filtered color over the whole thing um, at certain points. That was like one of my favorite things. And um, there's some great like POV moments. Um, I really liked when, you know, he's out there with that wind up flashlight mm -hmm. and you kind of get a view from him like out onto the wind up flashlight. I like the whole way they did that. Um, and the house was lovely. All the different shots of the house were lovely. Yes, definitely. I loved, I loved, um, so this is an indie film, obviously, mm -hmm. in case you didn't yeah. know. It's kind of clear. But so they had to get really creative with lighting yeah. because, you know, they didn't have a big lighting budget, right? Right. I love the creative lighting they did with the Christmas lights. Oh, me too. They look beautiful. Yes, it was great. It was a great way to light a scene and it was just yeah. perfect too. Um, I told you I loved, oh, you just said you love the green lighting. I do too. Also, the off-kilter like camera angles creating the sense of unease is pretty great. I loved that too. There were even moments where the camera just mm -hmm. kind of tilts yep. and moves just a little bit where it gives you like a dizzy kind of oh, something's not quite right here. Right. But it was mm -hmm. subtle enough so that you're not like, oh dear. Exactly. Exactly. You're just like something is kind of off. Right. Which is perfect. Right. Why do I feel weird right now? Why mm -hmm. is that good? That's why. It's great. Yep. I love it when it's subtle enough so that you're, it's not like obvious. Oh, someone's shaking the camera. Exactly. Yeah, right. it was very subtle. Mm -hmm. Also, <laughs> loved the opening titles, and I love all the reds in the beginning. Me too. That red was beautiful. It's so great. It's so good. Um, yeah, that's all I had. Oh, also, um, hallway delight for you. I know. I was gonna say we have to mention the hallways. There's really good hallway delight going on in this. And you know what? I thought of another scene, another thing I liked um, with the cinematography too. Mm -hmm. I love how we, when we have like everybody who's dead, you know, <laughs> it'll it'll show like shots of their feet, right? So yeah. like, and then at the end when everybody, you know, it like goes through every yep. person and shows their feet. Um, I just thought that was cool. I liked like kind of like how that brought it together, like all the different, anyway, I liked those shots. <laughs> yep. It was kind of a bummer. <laughs> it was. It was. But I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. It was just a bummer. It was. That's all. Uh, I mean, this isn't, like we said, your feel-good Christmas slasher. It's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Our cinematographer, Douglas James Bergdorf, he had directed 88 projects, mostly shorts. He wrote okay. 64. 
and acted in 14. He was a cinematographer for 93 projects as well. So he he's done some stuff. Busy guy. And uh, you can tell it looks really great. This movie is looks really, really nice. It does. It has a very like clean look to it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, again, and it, indie films well. it can go either way. I can. They did can. well with their budget for sure. They did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. Special effects. They're not gonna show this, are they? Oh my god, they're gonna show it. Ah talk about your shock and terror. Well, oh, there was shock and terror. Oh yeah. I mean I think I wrote um I wrote here um it's so slicey. There was some good <laughs> slicing going on. Um <laughs> I loved all the guts and the yeah. gutting sounds. This isn't visual, but obviously it's audio. The gutting sounds were like, what? They were great. Yeah. It was um the kills are just like lovely in this. It's creative. Um sure is. Yeah, and the special effects are just, like, great. Like, I liked that everybody's kill was kind of different. You know, it wasn't just, like, all, like, you know, somebody getting stabbed by a knife. Like, there was a lot of variety. and over again. Yeah. Right. And, like, the intro, the intro scene, too. Like, the explosion and all of that stuff. Like, I mean, it looked really great, too. Yeah. And, I mean, that could be in cinematography is the the whole intro on the backstory and the news and the snowy look on the screen i mean it was great it was, it was good it was all good it was all good yeah. <sighs> okay so but the gutting sounds is all gooey and gross and wonderful loved it it is it is and again i i just i love the creativity of the of the kills and the special effects really like took it home sure uh, did. they did good they did good special effects on this they did Fantastic. Our effects guy on this one was, I wrote it down, where did I put it? Doug Bain. He also did The Reef. Henry loves The Reef. Is that a shark movie? Yeah, it's a shark movie. Okay, I don't know if I've seen that one or not. I, I'm The shark movies kind of blur together for me, unless it's Jaws, you know, or uh, Sharknado. Or Sharknado. <laughs> so I guess, I guess some of them are kind of clear, but other yeah. ones kind of mix. This one was an Australian shark movie. I mean, shocker, right? But, um, yeah. But yeah, like I'm not a huge fan of shark movies. I love me some Jaws. Same. I'm not a huge fan of sea creature movies in general. Like I really love Piranha and Jaws, but in Sharknado because it's fun. Oh, but gosh. but um, and Ian's hearing said in Sharknado, so there you go. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> my nine hundred two one zero love heart loved it. I know, I but, know. <laughs> but I mean. I'm not a huge fan of sea creature movies. Um, you know, everyone knows I'm more of a slasher girl. So, but Henry really loves the reef. So, yeah, check right. it out. It's really well made. It's super well made. I'll check it out. I might have seen it before, um, but I can't remember. Again, I'm I'm not sure if it was the one shark movie or this other shark movie I'm yeah. thinking of. But anyway, it does not look like your indie horror. It really looks like high budget. I'm not nice. sure if it is or not, but it looks top-notch budget for sure oh, i'll have to check it out yeah all right let's talk about our acting in this pretty small cast yeah and i don't know most of them nope. um you know obviously we know d mama d because she's been in how do you even pick like i was sitting there yep. and like jotting down some of her movies and i'm like oh gosh like i'm gonna run out of paper like she's been in like so many great things well we did go on the d wallace love fest yes uh for house of the devil 
So mm-hmm. if you want to hear some more D Wallace love, go check out House of the Devil for Devil for sure. You know, I loved um I've always said this and I mean it still is I really loved her episode of Touched by an Angel. <laughs> Of course you did. (laughs) It was so good. Um, You know, and I'll always remember she was in the Stepford Wives for like two Mm -hmm. seconds. Yep. You know, she had one line, maybe two. She was a maid. Yeah, Um, exactly. Popcorn, of course, is one of my all-time favorite things in the world. Popcorn is so great. Popcorn is so great. And I mean... I realized that Popcorn was a very unpleasant movie to shoot. It really was. I mean, everyone says it. It was just awful. Wow. And they had a lot of problems on Popcorn from what I've seen in documentaries and interviews with people. For example, the Jill Sholin character wasn't even cast. They brought her in like, and recast some scenes. Wow. Right. But it has such a good cast. So, I mean, popcorn is the best for me. I mean, it's so good. And then knowing that that's everything they went through and that's the product that came out of it, it's kind of a miracle. It is. Oh, wow. I haven't really looked too much into like the behind the scenes stuff on that one, but I will have to because I love popcorn. I love the movie. So I will have to educate myself on on all of this. (laughs) Yes. It is really interesting. I mean, I've learned this stuff throughout the years, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting. A lot, And I've talked to a lot of people that were in it every now and then. You know, one will appear, yeah. appear at a convention or something. So, yeah. Um, Kelly Joe said that she really enjoyed filming that one. Because I don't remember why she said it. Because it was several years ago. But it had something to do with... Being in Jamaica with her um, baby daddy. Oh, <laughs> all right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But we need to also talk about Dee Wallace's healing work that she yes. does. Oh, yeah. She does have a weekly radio show, which I've never listened to live because I'm usually working. Yeah. But it's Sunday mornings. And I believe it's 9 a.m. Pacific time. And the shows are then put on podcast form mm-hmm. on your know, Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. I listen on Apple. I'm assuming it's on Spotify too. It's called Conscious Creation Radio Show. So I have recently turned you on to Conscious Creation Radio Show, have I not? <laughs> yes, yes, it's awesome. I'm only a few episodes in, but like I love it so far. Oh, yes. And I told you, I told you, I'm about, oh, God, there was 100 episodes available, and I think I'm about 45 episodes in at the moment. Nice. It's what I listen to when I'm on the train going to work at the office to get my mind ready to go. Yeah, it's really great for the morning. I really loved your suggestion on that. I've yeah, done that a couple you. times now, and it's been a really nice way to start my day. It's been it's helpful. The, 
best way to start your day. I'm going to be super bummed when I run out of episodes and I can't start my day every day with Mama D talking in Aww. my ear. You'll have to start it over. Just start it over. By the time you get to 100, you'll, you know, the new, the first one will feel fresh again. It will. It will. I will have forgotten half of what I heard anyway. You exactly. Know. But <laughs> it's true. It's the best way to start your day, guys. If you want to start your workday off on the right foot and get your mind right and learn a lot about yourself yeah check this out please i mean golly gee whiz it is the best thing i've discovered and i stumbled on it on complete accident it just popped up as recommended i don't know why it popped up as recommended because i listened to a bunch of murder shows (laughs) and horror podcasts and stuff like that so i don't know why this popped up as recommended but i'm really glad it did because it's really helped me get through my work day every day. So yeah. thank you, Mama D. I know. Thank you, <laughs> Mama D. You're a talent. She's such a talented lady. And just like to see that side of her, like to hear yeah. that side of her, it just makes me like her even more. The like, much more personal side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great service that she's offering people it, with that. It really is. And it's completely free. You can listen mm-hmm. to this radio show. And if you can't listen to it live, you can listen to it recorded and there's no charge she does offer some paid services too but i mean i've gotten so much out of this show it's crazy so yeah i'm in love i'm in love so if you need need some help with your with your mind or your life or your whatever just you feel blue and in the dumps please go listen to the show yeah yep and listen to it with an open mind don't go oh really fuck no uh, no, go in completely open because if you go in closed off, you're going to not have a good time and you're going to be like, this is bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have to be like open-minded to – you have to be open-minded to, you know, change your way of thinking, like to redirect your thoughts. Uh, so it's like you can't really get into positive thinking if you're not nope. ready for it and open for that experience. But nope. if you go into it with that, this can be a really helpful uh, – give you some really helpful tools to kind of think more positively and – have better like self-talk that's what it's been helping me with and have more control over your self i mean i told you (laughs) she says that you control how you are yep like for the most part you are in complete control over what your body is doing for you know for the most part and i said to myself one day i said i'm so tired because i am I mean, I've been working for a month straight, no day off, no break, no nothing. I'm so tired. And right when I said that, like, I'm not kidding. An hour later, I was listening to the show on my way home. And on one of the episodes, she's like, you're always going to be tired if you tell yourself you're so tired. And I said, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch is right. Yep. Yep. You're like, oh, shit, that was me. I'm that doing this me to myself. Hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's me every day. I'm doing this to myself. Thank you, Mama D. And yeah. I was like, okay, let's 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 change this dialogue right now. So yeah. now I start the day. I am rested and full of energy. Even if I'm not, I pretend that I am. And I honestly do actually feel better afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what it's amazing what, you know, just changing kind of like your your self-talking way of thinking about the day. It's amazing how how much of a difference it can make. Yep. Yep. All right. I get off my, my D Wallace soapbox now, I promise. <laughs> but I mean, on it's the actual It's side. a worthy soapbox for sure. It's a great, mm-hmm. a great show. People need to know. I'm yeah. just saying people need to know. I tell everyone about it now that I can, that I think would be open to it. Yeah. Um, 
so a lot of this other cast don't know Same. they're australian uh most of them i've never seen anything they've done because they are in that region of the films and movies but um was there anybody here that i knew there is one that I've I've seen in a few things. That Sarah was Peter. Bishop, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on with David Collins. Uh, yeah, David Collins. I recognize him from this movie, A Dark Song, um, oh. Moth Diaries, um, okay. and then there was something else, but I didn't write it down. So I've seen him in a couple things. He, I, you know, I don't picture him exactly from it. I know he was in them, and I've seen them, and I. I don't know if they were talking about the same David Collins, but I think he was actually <laughs> a producer on the new, the the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy reboot, um, is what I read, and mm. I have seen I have seen that. So he's not in it, but you right. know he producer. he's like a producer on that one. So I'm slightly familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, right? Um, you know, I'm really surprised I haven't seen Jeff Merrill, Morrill who plays Joe because he had 88 credits and I'm not familiar with any of them, but I loved him in this. I love him too. I want to see more of what he's done. Um, I was not familiar with David Collins. Uh, He has 44 credits and under his belt. Sarah Bishop has uh, 42 credits. I have seen her a little bit. Okay. She plays Susie, David Collins's wife. Yep. She was in this Australian horror movie called The Last Ride. Um, I've seen that. It's not bad. Not bad at all. She is also credited as party guest in the Great Gatsby movie, which is a huge oh, movie. It is. Yeah. So she was in that. Um, but that's about it for me. Um, but the last ride, it's fun. Check it out. I will. Uh, let's see. Ginny, the pregnant one. Oh, <laughs> um, she has only 16 little credits, but one of them was Scooby-Doo, the movie. Oh, nice. I did like the first Scooby-Doo movie. It was cute. You know what her her character name is? She is credited in Scooby-Doo as co-ed hottie. (laughs) Nice. Right. Loved it. Loved it. Um, Bjorn Stewart, who plays Scott, uh, Ginny's husband. Um, He only had 16 credits in acting and 11 in writing. I haven't seen any of those. Mm -mm. One that I really want to see more of, and she hasn't done much on screen, is Adelia Merrill, who played Hope. Yeah. She only had three screen credits, but I love her so much. I want to see her over and over and over again. I would seek out something that she is in just to see her. Yeah, I liked her too, and I have not seen her in anything else. No, no not at all. Uh, Sam Campbell plays our villain, Cletus. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, again, 16 acting credits, four writing credits. Haven't seen any of them. And, uh, Jerry, our, our precious Jerry. I love Jerry. He's fantastic. Fabulous. Played by, yes, played by Gerard O'Dreyer. 10 credits. Again, haven't seen any of them, but no, this cast is mostly unknown for me and I love them though. Same. Yeah, I really didn't recognize most people, but I thought they did a great job. I liked them. Um, they played well off of each other, for sure. They had, like, good timing together. 
They were a great dysfunctional family. They were. <laughs> They're a perfect dysfunctional family. Yeah. So I love great. the sister fights, you know, like, yes. yeah, very, very much like a family, dysfunctional family during the holidays. Oh, Susie's being a real cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I might use that on our holiday get together one day. Yeah. And <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> Yeah, um, good cast. All Great. right. Let's move right on along to music. <sighs> you know, I didn't really uh, pay attention, honestly. I didn't actually write a whole lot down for music either. Mm -hmm. I said I, I liked the opening music. It was really cinematic and kind of pretty. Um, I wrote... I liked the cheery washroom music. I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> but I think it was probably like one of those moments where things seem like cheery and bright and holiday again. Clearly. And like, yeah. And you're like, that's not going to last. Um, so I liked that. And then I also wrote nice Christmas bells. Um, and that's all I got. No idea what you meant by that either. Huh? Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Again, must have been another one of those cheery washroom moments. So... <laughs> Yeah, I wrote nothing down. Uh, so, I mean, you can't win them all. Yeah, you know, it was it was subtle it wasn't, in this one. It wasn't awful. Like, yeah. It wasn't bad. You always notice when it's bad. Yeah, yeah. If it's good, you don't notice. So I, that's good. That's yeah. good. Right? Yeah. And there were no no songs, no mainstream songs in this one So that I heard. So, I mean, obviously, I'm sure they could not afford the mainstream songs, too. So no. this was not that type of movie. No. Um, aging. Oh, it's new. It's new. Yeah. It looks um, new. It looks new. It is new. Um, like we said, just got out of the toddler phase. Yeah. But how well do you think this is going to age 20 years down the line? You know, I think it'll age pretty well. I mean, it's a pretty, um, a dysfunctional family at Christmas dealing with something kind of extraordinary and frightening and strange. That's a storyline that, you know, it's going to work 20 years from now. That's going to work 30 years from now. That's just kind of a great story premise for Christmas horror. And uh, look wise, I don't think there's anything about it that would age it too much. I think it'll age well. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, twist no that's not an idea that's a twist oh we had quite a twist there's a lot of twists in here <laughs> the first one i wrote is just um abortions happy holidays <laughs> well okay <laughs> that is yeah. not something that you expect to see in your your christmas movie Honestly. Yeah, and it took them. So I mean, I think it takes some balls. That sure they, does. They really they jumped right into it with that, and that's usually that's kind of one of those sacred cows. You don't see that pop up in a lot of movies at all. True. Um. So the fact that they like jumped right into that, I mean, I think I think you got like a twist right away, and that this is not your regular Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it took some balls for them to do that, but obviously there's a lot of other twists to that follow that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the the biggest one of all is Cletus was her was her half aborted baby. Yep. Like. Yep. Okay. That's a big well, twist for sure. Well, okay then. 
<laughs> I want to know why he got the name Cletus. Yeah. Like, like, no. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I know. And then, I mean, I also wrote that uh, some other twist down too, which was like, um, one of the, the, the sister who's not pregnant, she was having fertility issues. Yeah. And they get into that because Mama D wants yep. to give her all this money for fertility treatment, um, but she doesn't quite feel right about it. Um, I also wrote that Mama D shoots her son. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of a twist because I wasn't expecting it. No. <laughs> at no, all. It not really, at like, all. It hit me kind of hard, that one. That kill hit me kind of hard because it's emotional, obviously. Like, she's, ah, because then there's, like, there's yeah. the emotional talk before that they have, you know, yep. where he's like, did you want me? Like, and yeah. Oh, that, that hit me kind of hard. That one. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. That was, yeah. I was like, oof. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, we talked about this a lot. The story is not your feel good Christmas story at all, but I love that they just went for it. Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, it takes some balls and it wasn't what I was expecting like at all. Like, and I like right? it as that. I told you. Yeah. There's <laughs> not a lot that surprises me when it comes to cinema, you know? So I was like, you know, I always appreciate it when a movie does that and takes some risks and yeah, they did. This is not a movie for everybody, but I no. loved it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I think it's a movie that should be seen for sure. If anything, yeah. and um, stranger danger, come on. <laughs> Don't do yeah. it. Take it as a lesson. <laughs> yes. You know, I've always said that Stephen King's It is, in fact, a kid's movie because it is a cautionary tale of not talking to strangers, even if they introduce themselves to you and say, now we're not strangers anymore. No. 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 Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. Then, you, okay, you do that, you get your arm ripped off. You don't do that. <laughs> so that is a children's movie. Every child should watch that movie. I'm just saying. Oh, yes. Righty. Yeah. They should play it in schools. Oh, for sure. The original. The OG, not the <laughs> remake, <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Scary rating. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing. <laughs> oh, you know, though. Okay, so... It is a little unbelievable story-wise. However, having secrets come back from your past is always scary. And trying to start a, a new life and then having all your secrets found out is also scary. Yeah. And letting strangers into your house is scary. So this definitely is a cautionary tale and does have scary points about the story. Um. So, yeah, I agree. This one has some of that kind of like real like mm -hmm. terror um mm -hmm. it's not so much like the kills are scary or right. even necessarily the villain but it's that fact of like yeah like a tragic moment in your life kind of coming back something that you thought was over with something that you thought you wouldn't have to deal with again and you know it brings up all these other memories for her like you know her husband and his cancer experience and everything like that um so yeah i mean it gets a little bit of a scary Little, little tiny scary for that. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. I mean, stranger danger all the way, you know. But yeah. Uh, just a little. Yeah. Um, pacing. 
It's great. I mean, it's yeah. short. It's a short movie. I like my movie short. We know that. Yeah, and it jumps right into it. I mean, it really jumps right into it. Oh, sure does. <laughs> and then I like. Um, I thought they gave just enough time to get to know the family too, just enough. So I love the pacing. Yeah. It was perfect. Perfect amount of time. Also, it was very organic. Mm-hmm. How that was done. So that was perfect. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel shoehorned into the story. Totally. It was good. The writing was good on that for sure. Okay. Um, overall movie rating. And the winner is. Okay, guys, this is not my favorite Christmas horror movie ever, though I think it's important to watch. Um, I will probably, since it's a kind of a new one for me to own, I don't watch it every year. I'll probably watch it once every three or four years. Yeah. You know, I watched it when I first got it. I watched the special features on it when I got it because I'm a special feature fiend. Um, it's still packed away in my Christmas movie box because it's not yet November yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, and since I just watched it now, it'll be a few years again till I revisit it. But it's something that I will watch again for sure. I'm going to give this one a solid five. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually in complete consensus with you this time. Um, I give it a five as well. Um, yeah. It's a new watch for me. I liked it. I don't dislike it at all. Um, I will probably it's probably not going to be on regular rotation like Christmas Evil or Silent Night, Deadly Night, or something like that, which I have to watch every year. But yeah, I'll probably watch it again uh, in a Christmas of the future. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Fun facts. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. I don't have any. <laughs> because my DVD is still in the Christmas movie box and still in my storage unit, because it's still October um, in real time, I, I couldn't get it to watch it. So I streamed it. So I don't have any fun facts. But. Um, there was this really amazing documentary on the DVD. There really was. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I wish that I had thought this out a little bit in advance. And I was looking for it. And then I realized that it's not even in my apartment. And I couldn't get in time. But the DVD has some great features. a good documentary. I'd recommend it to anybody who enjoys this movie to watch those features and get this on the actual disc. Because... Uh, it's really, really fun to watch the filming of this and what they created out of what such a low budget. And P.S. D. Wallace was actually a producer on this one as well. Oh, nice. Right. So this was, you know, one of her little passion projects, I would like to believe. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't that. know that until, I mean, I, I'm sure I knew, but I forgot about it until I was doing my homework last week. I'm like, oh, wow, she is actually really involved, not just here's your script and act it. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, she was like involved in the creation. Mm. Yes. And I love that. Love that. Same. All righty. Um, well, that's all I have to say on this movie. Do you have anything else you want to add? Again, um, a great cautionary tale for Christmas. If you haven't checked it out, let us know what you think. Um, it's quite a quite a quite a movie. <laughs> That it is. That it is. <laughs> um, 
Okay, well, it is shout-out time. Okay, I have a little bit of a bummer of a shout-out, um, first and foremost. And I might cry, so fair warning. Okay. I just got word just now that one of my theater mentors is, like, dying, like, in his final breaths. Oh, right I'm now. so sorry. So, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Summer. Sorry. It's okay. Huh. Sorry, David Zent was one of the most influential people in my theater career. He's had cancer like three times. Oh. And uh, we all know what's coming, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Dave Zent, man. He's the best. Yeah, thinking of you, Dave. Yeah. I just lost um I just lost like one of my my first boss, you know, to cancer not too long yeah. ago. Um and I also lost another uh one of my great music mentors, you know, um from when I was like 18. <sighs> uh just lost him uh, a couple years ago to cancer. So I, you know, I understand. <sighs> yep. Yep, so. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad I got to see him last time I went back to Bakersfield. He came to my wedding. He took an Amtrak train to come to my wedding, you know, Aww, from Bakersfield. So yeah. He's the best. I love him so much. He just got married um, a couple of months ago or a month ago, um, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, because uh, she knew this was coming and uh, she married him, you know, Aww. before it happened. So anyway. <sighs> well, that just goes right along with the heavy mood of this movie, doesn't it? <laughs> now we have to shout out our other David, David O'Hanlon. You know, our resident author who's creating yeah. a Dolls of Horror novel for us. Just so awesome. Oh, my God. I sent you guys the draft that he wrote for uh, Henry's part. Oh, he, this. yes, yes. <laughs> Guys, he capt he's never met Henry and he captured Henry so well. To a T. Yep. I mean, Henry and I have had these conversations. The dialogue David wrote, things we have said to each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about horror and conventions and the type four and what not to do to get yourself killed. I mean, yep. oh my God. And so he's like, you know, we don't have to keep this in. I was just thinking about this. I said, no, keep it. Keep it in. Yeah. 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 But David is magic, too. He's, he is magic. he's got some psychic powers. He's very intuitive to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, but we love us some David O'Hanlon. And it's so exciting to have a Dolls of Horror novel made on us. I what? Know. I'm so excited. I never thought that would happen ever in my entire ever. life. Same, same, <laughs> same. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Yes. Um, we need to shout out, shout out our Patreons. We've got Daryl and John. And there was much rejoicing. They Thank rule. you, guys. You believe in us every week. We love you so much. So much. I mean, you're the best. You really are. Uh, you keep us going as well as the rest of you listeners who listen, provide feedback, send messages. And also, mm -hmm. you guys also keep us going. I got a message the other day from one of them. Um, I, I feel bad. I don't know the guy's real name. 
but he is the co-host of the Morbid Forest podcast. Ooh, I know. Um, his screen name is Stoner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. My kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know what his last name is. Dimitri- well, we love you, Stoner. Dimitri did rescue. D I M I T R E S C U. All right. I wrote that down. Go check out the Morbid Forest podcast. He wrote that he really enjoys ours as well. So that's really fun. That's nice. When when, when some, when, when a, when a podcast you enjoy enjoys your podcast, it's kind of the most sincere form of flattery. It is. It is. So, I mean, yeah. We haven't done a podcast shout-out in a while since my my favorite um, It's a Horror podcast isn't doing his thing anymore. So, we haven't done really a podcast shout-out in a while. But, yeah, check out The Morbid Forest. They're cool. They're cool dudes, man. Nice. Yeah. Um. This is the podcast episode. We've talked about D's podcast. We talked about Stoner's podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's a podcast love episode. Christy Adams has a podcast now. Did you know? Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, but um, yes, I, it's on my list. I'm meaning to listen to it very soon. I watched the first episode on YouTube. It's, it was really neat. Nice. Um, it was really neat to see see my friends in action again. So, totally. Yeah. That's the Nightmare Toys podcast if you yep. guys want to check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, last but not least, we have Clark, our artist, our our boo, our our spooky friend who creates gold every week. We love you, Clark. For our show. I mean, I just want my whole apartment to be decorated with tiles of Clark art. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Clark Art. Clark Art. <laughs> oh, thank you, Clark. Um, I'm really excited to see what you come up with for our Christmas episodes. I, oh, we do. I told him our lineup and I can't wait. I just can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited too. Yeah. All right. Let's bring on producer Jesse to have some chat, huh? Yeah. So I don't exactly have a uh, fun fact for this movie, but I thought it was kind of funny that um, the one line that you that we put out the crikey, it's cold out here. Um, isn't Australia hot in December? Yeah, but she was also wearing a tank top. I understand that, but like, like it's the it's the summertime in Australia. Yeah. So, like it, it was just a random little, complaint. <laughs> it can be a little chilly in Chicago in the summertime. Sometimes we get a cold wind. We get the nighttime hits and i mean when the humidity isn't too high it can get a little chilly so fair enough but that was also then explained the uh the fact that she was wearing a tank top was probably right. so that she was said she was fine with uh with with those uh, living or those yeah. living outdoor conditions because it was actually uh the warmer time of the year for them but yeah. uh, i don't i just thought that was funny because i was watching i'm like um, I'm like, wait, this is definitely Australian, especially when we're hammering home like these are American portions. So I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Like, this is a random comment. But anyway, she's like me, who's a wimp. And like, you know, <laughs> I, I get cold in the house sometimes when our AC is too high. And so I'll be like, I'm cold. And so David will be like, well, you're wearing a tank top. Like, you know, 
<laughs> Put on some clothes, bitch. So she's basically me. Like, that is me, you know? I mean, I, I hope I don't get sliced in half, but um, that's me. <laughs> I get cold, and it's like, well, you're wearing a tank top, so and well, it's not really that cold. <laughs> I, I believe there was a survey saying that those who wear tank tops, their number one fear is getting sliced in half. So you're yeah, you're, in, you're in you're you're in good territory, is what I'm saying. So, <laughs> well, you know, I was wearing tank tops, but then my number one fear was everyone seeing how fat my arms were, so I quit wearing oh, tank tops. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Producer anyway. Tracy, he also creates gold for us every week. So thank you. Absolutely. And thank you for letting me do so. And a special thanks to all of you listeners out there for your tremendous support. And just to point out that all of our Dolls of Horror goodness can be found at the dollsofhorror.com, including right. <laughs> episodes, interviews, merchandise, and even more. You can also follow us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror, Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email, want to reach out, say hi, give some feedback, or even some movie suggestions, you can do so at the Dolls of Horror at yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the dolls of horror, where you can access our entire back catalog where we have upwards or four of upwards of four or five unaired episodes at any given time. And in addition, you will get a free dolls of horror t-shirt and become eligible to participate in our live stream killer trivia duels, which are coming back really soon where you can win even more dolls of horror merchandise. And if you want to check out all of this, and see all of the wacky things we can put our awesome logo on. You can either go to the website or simply follow the link in the description. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah. Absolutely. So now that uh, now that the time has changed again for most of us in this country, and Jamie is now only one hour behind us, whoop, it'll whoop. make it a little easier to get some live streams done. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I'm old and I like to be in bed by eight a eight a.m. eight p.m. And 8 a.m., 8 to 8. That's my, yeah. that, that's when I like to be in bed, 8 to 8, full 12 yeah. hours. Mm -hmm. So, you yeah. like sleep working. You're unavailable from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. So, yes. I am. 100%. And when it's snowing, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. It's like, do not park here <laughs> when there is snow. But yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get those live streams up and running again. It's going to be great. Um, I actually do get messages when the, when the live stream's coming back. We're we're on it. We're we're doing it. Yeah, it's happening. We will make this happen. Things have been nuts so lately for all of us, like yes. all three of us, nuts. Jesse's trying to move across the country, not just across the city. Uh, mm -hmm. Jamie's working. I'm working two jobs. Jamie was two hours behind. I like to sleep. I mean, <laughs> all these little you know, life got involved in, involved in me to complicate this to do a live stream. But now there's less time difference between us. We're going to go back live real, real soon. If we haven't already, we probably will have already by the time this drops. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make it happen. Oh, yes. All right, guys. Christmas spooky season. Halfway over. I'm already sad. I know. Yeah. You know, the spooky has to live on in all the seasons. So there we go. Yes. Okay, guys, that wraps up our episode on Red Christmas. And with that, I'm Summer.
I'm Jamie Jamie's Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been listening to the Dolls of Horror podcast. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Have you seen Red Christmas? No? Okay, sit down. We're going to have a chat. (laughs) You're wrong in the face, kid, or whatever he said. You're wrong, child, but like Australian and mean. (laughs) I liked the cheery washroom music. I don't even know what that means. Um... This is spooky time. <laughs> Cut that out, Jesse. <laughs> You're trying so hard to be clever, and you just did not. <laughs> I had I had a phrase. Woo! Gone. It's fucking gone. This yeah. is so far gone. There is no retrieving it. Come back! Come back! Come back! Come back! Please. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think I saw. I think it's... I saw the moment it left. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there it goes. It's so slicey. <laughs>